Hey there, family and friends. It's episode seven of As Time Goes By. And today, it's the 28th of January. It'd be a a fine Thursday. It's around about four o'clock. And yes, I am finding inspiration whilst lying on the floor in my my bedroom. Um, Not many of you know this, but actually I have a little thing. Yes, I have a strange little thing that I have done over many, many years where whenever I just get a little bit kind of like, let's say, overwhelmed with the world, I don't go to bed. I don't really see the point of that. But what I do is I lie down on the floor in my bedroom. Bit weird, yeah. Uh, I don't know why. I think actually it goes back to... uh, I think it goes back not too far, probably about 15 odd years or so, where the warmest place in, well, one of the warmest places in our house in Pinner, on Waxwell Lane, uh, 8 Waxwell Lane, not 112, was actually my bedroom floor, um, where the radiators, the piping to the radiators seemed to run um alongside the floor so obviously I think it was to do with rowing I think after I'd come back from rowing and I was absolutely freezing in winter I'd probably get a bath and then lie on the floor on top of the radiator pipes genius really if you think about it um yes very genius now if you also if you don't know and um and and you've got some time to waste in your life because I'm not encouraging you to do this but I also have a little podcast called Get Fit to Row, which is me wittering about me getting fit to row and assuming that along the way um, there are others listening to Get Fit to Row who are also getting fit to row and living through their own little kind of nightmare of exercise and pain and commitment and challenges and all that stuff. So that's called Get Fit to Row. That's a little bit of, um, yeah, that's been now running for 37 episodes around about 41 days because I passed I, I passed on a few days um, after mum died I kind of stopped for a few days while my brain was broken but um, yeah I'm back up and running with that so um, yeah I'm on the floor and uh, uh, to give you a picture of the I've got a kind of a there's a skylight and it's not a very big skylight but it's relatively big it's probably about a metre and a half by a metre square sort of thing and um I look out that and, um, yeah, it looks a bit gloomy. I've always thought, actually, with skylights, and I know this is probably easily answered by by many of you, but I've always wondered, how do you clean skylights? And on that question, actually, in our new place that hopefully we'll be moving to in the next couple of weeks, hopefully, assuming that the solicitors get their act together and actually exchange the houses, um, we've actually got a light tower or light tunnel so on the outside of the house, it kind of looks like a chimney, but actually on the inside of the house is a light well, light tower, light well. Let's call it a light well. It's pretty epic, really. And um, yeah, on top of the light well is a massive glass window that I can only imagine is going to get dirty. How on earth do you clean them? How on earth do you do clean them? Other than paying someone to come and put uh, something on top of the on top I've no idea 
one little puzzle for the future house to puzzle over. Um, but yeah, so um, lying on the floor, mulling through life, and um, yeah, I thought I'd just kind of um, give myself a little bit of a foot, I'll give myself a little bit of a rest actually. Because I've dackered. Um, I've been overdoing the exercise, I think, and probably not eating enough of the right stuff, maybe, not drinking enough, which it feels like today, and also been using a lot of the brain recently. Not many of you know this, but actually, um, I, uh, yeah, I'm doing three things at the moment, building three things, perhaps, possibly, maybe, could be, who knows, let's be optimistic. Um, so main work is uh, is the company Tennessee Stream, which is this technology thing. Um, that's into its starting its second year. It's been tough, really tough, and uh, oh, it's had every type of um, a potential startup uh, calamity you can imagine. Everything from everyone falling out, everything falling out. Uh, running out of money, having more money, having the wrong money, having the wrong people, technology being all right. The thing is, the thing, the good thing about it is, is that no matter what we do to try and kill it, people still use it. Rad, perfect. So I reckon that that will that may come good um, at some point. Being eternally hopeful, as Mum would say. Um, yeah, all gardening. If you haven't looked at that recently, guys, go and check it out. Allgardening.co.uk. It's been rebirthed this year as um, a potential online learning. I I thought I'd put my fifteen years of lawn care experience to to good use and try and teach other people how to do it. So I'm kind of trying to launch come this spring um, online lawn learning courses. Online lawning courses. <laughs> Funny, eh? Um, yeah, yeah, so there's that. And also you can buy a franchise if you want, uh, if that if I can get that off the ground. You never know, I might just get a van on the road and actually encourage someone to do that um, as a little side hustle as well. But, um, yeah, there's a podcast for that. Uh, it's called Grow It. Uh, you can find it on um, Apple. Uh, you can find it on Google. You can find it on um, Spotify. It's called, called Grow It. And I, I witter on um but if you go on to facebook and uh, check out all gardening you'll find that the daily posts from the from that podcast is on there as well so yeah that's pretty cool and then obviously get fit to row my little sporting thing um is actually a daily journal of me busting my ass um or thinking about rowing or reminding myself what being fit was like or something i don't know what that is really but Get Fit to Row is a kind of a personal motivation thing, which is like, okay, every day or every other day, because uh, it's not every day because I feel too knackered some days, um, but at least every other day I do a very specific training session for that day. And it kind of reminds me of when I was younger and fitter and stronger and more had more time and more flexibility and blah 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 but anyway it's me talking about rowing and the idea of get fit to row is potentially to uh promote myself uh to some people of which i've got one person already um 
promote myself to people that are interested in rowing challenges and uh, I may be able to help them and coach them. Uh, I.e. rowing across the Atlantic, I've spoken to a couple of people about how they do that. And do you know, here's a little thing, um, and I did suggest this actually at Mum's funeral, I think, is, um, or actually at Nick's house, let's say the very short wake, um, if you row across the Atlantic, the chances are you will lose 20 pounds. That's like 10 kilograms. I mean, that is proper weight loss. Um, and your, uh, the, your fat in the, the, the fat index goes, you know, you might start off at, um, you know, with 17 or 20 um, percent fat or something, but you end up with like 4% fat. I mean, you'd become an absolute ripped, raked kind of rowing machine. Row across the Atlantic, 3,000 miles, 192 um, miles, I believe, on average a day takes, um, I'll get the numbers right between, it takes between 30 and 40 days with a four-man crew. On your own, it can take up to four months. That's mental. But anyway, look, I'm thinking about basically doing that as well. Maybe not this year, maybe not next year. Um, maybe the, the year after, but I think basically like ultra-endurance things like that are anyone can do them at any age because it's more mind over body but hey look large and large or actually large and xl uh, my two brothers as they kindly said to each other um i'm medium by the way um the yeah you could lose 20 pounds doing that do you fancy it be a bit mental wouldn't it um but look um it would only be about like a month and a half off and you end up in uh, um, somewhere in the Caribbean when you finish. It'd be quite a laugh, I reckon. Anyway, so that's, um, yeah, Get Fit's Row. If you haven't checked that one out, go and check that one out. Um, but yeah, so I'm lying on the floor. I'm chilling out, um, keeping warm and, uh, yeah, just, just mulling through... Uh, Mulling through life when you feel that you have no control of what's happening. So the, obviously the my daily my daily routine at the moment is I go out um, in my car actually because it's a it's got a big a big back end, big back seats quite luxurious and uh, I go and park up somewhere in the Yorkshire Dales and I um, leave the car running and I work from the back. Um, it's quite nice actually, it feels quite luxurious, it's like, you know, sh chauffeur driven living, or working, um, yeah, and I run through this process where I kind of do my podcast, I do uh, all the writing that I need to do for all of my little ventures, and uh, yeah, and then try and make sure that the day job, the tech company is still pushing forward, and uh, and then after that, the process is done, and it usually gets me to around about two, three o'clock, which is quite intense because uh, there is so much to be done in terms of all of the skills of building a business. Had a little chat with the investor today. He's always like bullish. Yeah, it's going to come good, but we do keep making some hideous mistakes. Um, and the most recent one is hideous mistakes with uh, people, 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 people. Very challenging. 
But look, I don't think it's uh, the mistakes that I'm making other than I know that the mistakes are being made before the mistakes become a calamity. I just, I, I can see things happening before they actually happen, but I probably don't address them early enough. Must make mental note to improve. Um, so, um, yeah, it's 28th of January. It's, um, it's been an absolute arse, of a, arse show, the government screwing up um, COVID and schooling, um, the, the environment, the, uh, the economy. It's just knackered. But look, hey, it will get better. Um, and the latest is obviously we're now at uh, loggerheads with Europe because we've produced and manufactured the virus, the current, the, the, the leading manufacturer of a virus, and we're not, we're not giving it to any of our mates, are we? Oh, dear God, what a sack of shit. Um, and in itself, that can cause quite a lot of long-term um, political and economical uh, problems, I suspect, for the UK, considering Brexit and considering COVID and considering lockdown and considering the fact that everyone's going to be very, 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 uh, very cautious of how they manage their borders in the future. And that will last for several years without a shadow of a doubt. Anyway, um, what else is news? Um, got fish and chips for tea tonight, um, which is quite looking forward to. And, um, yeah, I might get off the floor now and go and have a cup of tea, I think. So, look, um, thanks for listening. And I will be back again sometime. Anyway, it's Phil. I'm signing off. I'll catch you soon. Bye.